0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Sunday night, we have uh, lots of fab talk, a lot of injury talk, unfortunately. We got to a lot of good teams playing well in the AL East. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, all coming up next. Happy Sunday night, everybody. Welcome to the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I am Scott Janstead. Joined as always on Sunday nights by Jeff Erickson. If uh, you could please rate or view the podcast. If you enjoy listening to us, if you have a good time with us on Sunday nights or Monday mornings, if you have to listen to the audio version, uh, please do leave some stars, leave a nice comment. It goes uh, a long ways towards helping us out. Help you find the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Jeff, I feel like we're finally, uh, in the season. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I feel like we're a couple months in, you know, standings, uh, start to start to mean a little bit, although not very much still, but uh, I feel like I'm getting a better feel of, uh, you know, what's going on in games and watching more games. Uh, I feel like we're, we're two months. is kind of the, the start where the season that fast season begins for me, but, uh, how, how's everything with you?
2: Uh, mostly pretty well. I sure. mean, I I've got one team that is just getting crushed by injuries, but that's fine. Um, and others by my bad judgment. Uh, but, uh, Besides that, um, doing pretty well. I've had I've got some teams that are contending.
0: Um, did, you, did
2: you win any soccer championships tonight? Uh, we did not uh, yeah. coach nor play this weekend. Uh, right. We will have a tournament next weekend for Aaron. So I'm, I'm surprised I'm no
1: uh, no holiday tournament, uh, holiday weekend tournaments. I would have thought that'd be prime time.
2: They exist. Yeah, I just we opted not to play. That's the great thing about ASO tournament season is they're not connected to each other. You can yeah. pick and choose which tournaments you want to play and. We opted to take the weekend off, and it's finals week for my kids this upcoming ah. week, too. So, kind of, we're, we're going to make a point of not having tournaments this uh, Memorial Day weekend, I think.
1: How do your kids do with finals? Because I hated finals.
2: Oh, I, I, you know, it, it, the funny thing is, they, you know, they don't, this is the, fr- the first time they've had them at the high school for the last couple of years because of COVID. Oh, that's right. So, Allie, who's a junior, actually hasn't had a high school final until this, <laughs> until now. But that's, uh, that, that's, a,
1: so, that's a good little skirt right there.
2: So the the uh, stress level is kind of high. She did have an AP yeah. final already, so that that counts. Uh, do, you,
1: uh, do you do you help out, or is it the point where you don't know any of the stuff they're studying anyway?
2: I the latter. I help out by encouraging them to study. Erin doesn't need it. Allie do, Allie doesn't think she needs it, uh, but and my encouraging probably doesn't do any good anyhow. So yeah. <laughs> so let's jump into the uh, baseball. i feel like i feel like we had a lot
1: of runs this week it feels like a lot of these pitchers that were yes, kind of skirting by and you know that uh, you could kind of throw anybody out there for a while there's like, a lot of guys that got blown up this week uh, you know i started for me earlier it'll be tuesday i had a uh, mm. Ty- tyler malley and dylan cease on the same day for a nice uh, 14 earned run combo was uh was sweet but i you know i'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying this year to not get as worked up about it. I used, to, I used to get upset about when stuff happened. I'm trying to, you know, it's a long season, a lot of ups and downs, trying to ride uh, ride the downs a little better and ride the ups a little better also. Um, the, everybody's going to get hit by some. And I got, got the feelings the week went on. I kind of everybody got hit by some starting pitching. Uh,
2: meltdowns. So, so I have a text string that indicates otherwise that you're not that. that uh, that's that's, only, even on keeled golf, about that's only
1: on golf bets, isn't it?
2: Mm, I think the Mali C-Stay was, uh, I think, you know, it was it wasn't Mito level of you know, cursing, but <laughs> no. uh, despondency. No, was, uh, but it was more like a, I was like five minutes later, I was good. Like it
1: used to be, like yeah. oh, the night's ruined because these the guys get fourteen runs. I'm trying to avoid that at least a little bit.
2: That's um, good for you, generally speaking, especially as a it proud father. It, it is uh, it is something I'm trying to
1: learn. I, I too, uh, I do sometimes let things affect me too much. So I'm not I'm doing much better with that. Um, my other, I have a couple other text changes talking about baseball. Hopefully they agree with me because I probably used to whine more than I should have, and I'm trying to uh, get a better at that. But um, yeah. it feels like the AL East is especially waking up. Uh, the Jays played well this weekend. I think they'd be, they they swept the Angels. They won uh, they won five in a row, uh, if I have that right, after today's crazy win over the Angels. I think it was 12-11, 11-10, something like that. Wild back-and-forth game. Uh, the Red Sox now have the most runs in the American League, which is pretty wild considering a month ago we were kind of leaving them for dead. Uh, you look at their lineup, Rafael Devers, J.D. Martinez, and Zanderber. Robots all hitting over 325 in a season where there have not been a lot of high batting averages pretty damn impressive
2: yeah it is it, it really is and you know the, the Trevor story woke up yet he he's had yeah. a tremendous month of May Enrique Hernandez has woken up yep uh, he, he's starting to hit even Christian Vasquez has a couple of nice hits in there too so they're they're lengthening this lineup up the weather's heating up too I mean it, I think there's a lot of things the noble normal, normal ebbs and flows of a season. I think remember that batters were behind to start yep. the year. Everybody was a little bit behind, uh, and then I think the ball. Yep. I'm not willing to bet against the notion that the ball is somehow different than it was in April. Also, you, I'm not usually. But did you did you watch the Reds? You probably watched the Reds Giants game when the Reds blew
1: bullpen blew it yesterday. Uh no. Yeah.
2: I, that Long today York. the
1: the Peacock game where they blew it or no, the other Malley oh was that Malley that was this, morning. It was, so that was this morning. morning it was so early this morning it was so early this morning it felt like it was yesterday
2: because you know, I refuse to get Peacock Premium just to watch uh, one baseball game I I'm sorry and it's eight thirty on a Sunday morning screw you guys that's I it felt, eight, like, it felt a, like
1: it was yesterday you
2: know I I get it but here's the thing I already pay for MLB Extra Innings that. I shouldn't be aced out of that just because for this super early Peacock, game. Is
1: Peacock on premium or is it like Apple TV where you just have to sign up? and you Oh, no,
2: today was premium. Uh, um, I know the, all the
1: Apple games you have to sign up. So I have a Peacock account,
2: but yeah. I'm, I just, I don't
1: know. I well, just, that, uh, that Longoria home run today was the first time where I was like, that's definitely not a home run three weeks ago. Like it was kind of uh, opposite field and it's Evan Longoria, not Aaron Judge. Um, that was the first one where I felt like, I was like, oh, look at a 2019 home run where I was like, oh, it's a fly ball to right. And it was like five rows deep. So I, I don't know if the ball's changed. I don't know if the weather's changed. I don't know what happened. But uh, mm-hmm. that was the first one today where I was like, ah, oh, that looks like one of those like, oh, that's a pop-up. Oh, it's gone home runs.
2: Yeah. And, you know, it's also great American. And uh, right field yeah. is a really nice place to hit home runs there too. So where is that?
1: Yeah, I was not pleased because uh, that was the that was the Tyler Malley win. Was, uh, yeah. Was, he had a no-hitter going up. into
2: the yeah. seventh after it's getting good. blown up by the Cubs. Yeah. It was so funny because every
1: time I uh, I had MLB TV on, they kept cutting into that game. Every time I watched, he started batter 3-0. and So I just stopped watching and I looked up and he was throwing no hitter. I was like, clearly he's pitching much better when I'm not watching. But uh, it was a good yeah. see a bounce back though. That first start this, this week was really rough. Um, it was good to see him bounce back. Um, on the other side of the Central Division, the AL Central – uh, Minnesota is starting to pull away. There, they got a five-game lead on Chicago. The White Sox had another big injury today with Tim Anderson. Um, oh. Likely, he's going on the aisle. They've said he's pretty much going on the aisle. He had a right groin strain. Uh, looked a lot worse when he first did it, so maybe uh, hopefully it's not that serious. I think that. Uh, uh, but you look at the White Sox. They're they're five hundred. They're minus forty five run differential. Cleveland's five game under. The Twins are ten over. Kind of hitting a stride, winning seven of the last ten. Um, I wonder if uh, I wonder if they're going to run away with this before uh, before it's all said and done.
2: I wonder. Um... You know, I, it's tough. Uh, by the way, I wanted to but yeah, I wanted to say one other thing Giants-related. Oh, go, cool. um, go. Did you know the Giants have the worst ERA in baseball in, for the month of May? Uh, it would have taken me a while to get
1: to that one on a guess.
2: 579. Wow. 579 for the month of May. Um, now, they had, a, a course, Field Series and a Cincinnati Series. Still. But still, you're facing the Rockies and the Reds. You've seen these lineups already. But uh, Colorado's second worst. Royals third, Reds fourth. I mean, there's five teams with ERAs over five for the month of May, including Arizona, which got a lot of praise for their pitching and their pitching coach early on. But things are kind of, the worm's kind of turning on that one. I,
1: I feel think. like all those runs have been Merrill, Merrill Kelly and May the way it's gone for him because he was great and then just got, has gotten lit lately.
2: Yeah. Uh, and defense for the Giants has been terrible, terrible. Yeah. They're, so I mentioned the, the 579 and, uh, ERA in May. The XFIP is 397. The oh, FIP wow. is 401, so that just shows you what bad defense they're getting.
1: Yeah, Darren Ruff in left field is not the best idea I've ever seen.
2: No, no. I mean, it, platooning comes with a price. And, and to be fair, they're they're missing a bunch of guys. Belts out right now. Yeah. Um, and, and a number of their – you know, Lamont Wade's out. So, you know, guys are kind of maybe playing out of position a little bit, playing in suboptimal places. Is the, is the NL East over, Jeff? Mm, that was a pretty big win tonight for the Mets to blow a lead and then come back
1: 15 games over are the Mets and there's no other team in the division. That's over 500 right now.
2: Yeah. The Braves can't get out of their own way. Um, Now the Braves couldn't get out of their own way last year, but the Mets weren't nearly this good.
1: And the, yeah, you're right
2: though, the Braves got crazy
1: hot obviously the last 2 months and then rode that all the way through the third month there but uh, the Mets clearly look the class of division. They are the Mets and they've to get stuff's going to happen. They're going to have injuries, but I mean they're doing this without McGill right now, doing this without Jagram all year. Um, it's been a pretty impressive uh, first whatever that is 50 games of the season.
2: Yeah, they're winning all these late comebacks too. I mean, and they they're doing well coming from behind. They're they're getting clutch two-out hits. They're they're un Very un Nick Plummer with the dramatic dramatics tonight there and you know I'll, hey, I'll
1: admit i had to look up who that was when he hit the home run
2: yeah yeah 40
1: 46 mm-hmm. uh, strikeout rate for edwin diaz uh, that that'll play uh, at any time
2: you know sometimes you can use that at, at that strikeout rate in the eighth inning too you know it's it's okay
1: there uh, are there are games where he comes in where i'm like there's nobody in the world that's gonna get to hit off this guy and there's games where he can't find the strike zone but man when he's on He's yep. as nasty as they come. It's just – it's like – it's it's crazy. It's like old school Kimbrel when just came in. The game was over. It's just uh, – um he's just nasty yeah. when he's
2: on. I was going to make uh, K-Rod in his best days too as a comp. Oh, so. that would be – that was uh, – as an A's fan, those days
1: were the worst because he would come in and just like, all right, we could do something else because this game was done. He was so nasty.
2: Yeah, you know, he, he really was. Uh He is – you know, I – I, I was Lugo down today. Is that why it was out of Vino in the eighth? I, I didn't, I was kind of half paying attention because the basketball game was. I'll long. admit, uh, I'll admit, I was mostly watching the basketball game, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, probably my
1: guess. But uh, they, uh, they were well, they score, they scored off Knable in the ninth and then again in the 10th uh, with the Ghost Runner, right? Yep. um so we got a big week coming up we have uh we got week nine coming up we got six day games uh tomorrow jeff don't forget to set lineups for everybody out there if you're listening on monday morning uh go run right now uh hit pause on us go set your lineups, then come back uh but there are six day games on monday obviously for memorial day a lot of stuff going on a ton of games this week we have a team again we have a nine a nine game week we have the cubs with nine this week if you want to stream some hitters this week uh, cubs are definitely uh, definitely at the top of that list we have three three other teams with eight games. We have the Brewers, the Tigers, and the Twins with eight. Twelve other teams with seven games. Uh, there are games all over the place. We are not going to have many down days this week, which is a lot of fun as a, a fan and a fantasy baseball player.
2: Yeah, but not everybody's playing tomorrow. Which is hot, there, okay, soapbox time. Yeah, you know that's wrong. It's Memorial Day. Every team should play on Memorial Day. It's just Cincy it's, it and be Cincy and someone else, right? Seattle doesn't play, uh, and tomorrow. the White, White Sox and the Angels, those four yeah, don't, and the Yankees. Oh, so it must be. Six only now. twelve games. There's twelve games, so three, six, six teams. Toronto Toronto's the sixteen. Well, they're they're Canadian at least, so I mean <laughs> that makes sense. But.
1: True, and they had to travel from uh, from Anaheim to Toronto, but uh, I agree with you. I think that everybody everybody should play uh, play on Memorial Day and Fourth of July and Labor yeah. Day, and just uh, we should just call it that way.
2: I agree. I agree. Sorry, I do uh, get the cat from not chewing something. So no
1: worries. Tell uh, tell Snowberry I say hi. Um, what well, <laughs> snow? Snow? Nothing, right?
2: Uh, cocoa and blueberry. Where do I get the snow from every time? I don't know. Snowball?
1: I don't know. Uh, I was looking at uh, looking at some offensive stream. Obviously, that you want the teams with a lot of games. But besides that, uh, the Rockies are home all week. Always makes for a fun time and a lot of offense. They uh, they have three games against Miami, four against the Braves. So obviously, you squirt the cat. Obviously, yes. a good.
2: Like, a <laughs> so really- she was scratch- trying to knock stuff off my desk. So.
1: Beautiful. A good week to, uh, good week to have Rockies. If you could pick up some, uh, if you play some day leagues, uh, this is yep. definitely a week to pick up as many Colorado guys as you can. Uh, three against Miami, four against the Braves. So obviously the Braves have a good schedule. Uh, they have three against Arizona. You just mentioned Arizona pitching has been struggling mightily recently. And uh, then four at Colorado. Uh, Braves, uh, Braves score a lot of runs this week. If uh, there's a week for the Braves to get going, especially on the offensive side of the ball, it's going to be this week.
2: Well, and they're making all sorts of adjustments too. I mean, it looks like Adam Duvall is kind of in the doghouse right now. Only two homers all season long. I mean, pretty, pretty wild. The dude led the, led the majors in RBI last year. And all of a sudden here we are. And you know, he was one of those perceived bargains in drafts. I might've mentioned him as a bargain and got him in some places, but yeah. um, They go at Arizona at Colorado for four. I mean, that's, that's as pretty, pretty good as it gets. And you know, one of the Arizona games is Castellanos, who uh, just got roped by the Dodgers last time out. Yeah. The other two are Gallon and Bumgarner. That may not be as great, but yeah, they do. They do get Gallon. But then you go to you go to Colorado. They get uh, they get Cool, who's pitched
1: pretty well. Gomber, who just got gomberedless last week. Freeland, mm-hmm. who got hurt today, and and Herman Marquez, who's funny enough. Marquez is, I think like 96% over the main event. He was dropped uh, dropped in one of my main events. And I was like, oh, maybe I need some strikeouts. He pitches twice a week. Then I looked at Herman Marquez's fan graphs right. page and I just ran away. Like I I figured like maybe we're gonna get some strikeouts. Uh, I understand it's are some risks for sitting ERA and runs, but strikeouts at 18%. ERA's at six point three, the whip's at one point six. Um I couldn't do it no matter uh, no matter what the what the what the starts look like or what uh, needing strikeouts. I just I couldn't pull the trigger.
2: Yeah, he's getting gombered before it was cool. Yeah. But You know, you know, segueing into the Braves back again here, Mr. Grouch asked about Michael Harris. Yes, it is Michael Harris' week. You don't call up the number fourteen prospect in baseball or whatever ranking system you use. I'm using James Anderson, oh, our yeah. guy. I
1: hadn't looked over at the chat. I thought you were calling me Mr. Grouch for some reason. I was like, what, yeah,
2: what, yeah, what did I do? What did I do? This Identify time? with that. I yeah. get that. I appreciate I was that. Like, but... wow, I didn't. I wasn't even that grouchy so far. No, not yet. Not that yet. Not yet. Wait till the Warriors lose a game first before you oh, get that. Yeah, but seriously. they may not. I, how pumped are you for this? I mean, I well, am. I am. Sorry. I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, go ahead and say that, and then we'll get back to Michael Harris. Go ahead. I am, I am quite pumped.
1: I'm excited. I, I love this Warriors team. I love, I mean, just all the, all the stuff that the, all the injuries, them, all the comments they never get back here. It's just been a lot of fun to have this run. I think Boston is, the toughest possible matchup just from an X, X and O's perspective for the Warriors, mm-hmm. the way they play. I think they're kind of like Memphis with an extra scorer, which is really frightening because Memphis matches up really well against the Warriors. Um, they got a rim protector. They got someone, obviously they got defensive player of the year that can kind of chase Steph around for 40 minutes. I um, It's going to have to be, uh, I think Jordan Pool's going to have to play well. And I think, uh, I think Draymond's got to be smart uh, is, is kind of what it comes down to. And that's always touch and go.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I agreed. I, I'm but looking, I tell you, I, but Warriors Celtics, like that's a great, great match. That's a great. That's a great series. Two I'm looking great, forward, two so. great
1: franchises. We, you know, the Warriors played Cleveland so many times in Toronto. It's uh, it's fun to play someone different. I think it's gonna be a really, a really fun matchup.
2: Yeah, I, I, I agreed. Agreed. I'm looking forward we, uh, to it. We will get
1: to Michael Harris in one second when we do fab. We're just about right there. We're going to talk about a, a lot of outfielders on fab. A uh, um, couple of teams real quick. Uh, Miami's got a good schedule. they got three at Colorado, four against the Giants. You mentioned the Giants, the in May. Um, I didn't know it had been quite that bad. I know they've been struggling. but uh, So Miami hitters might be a, a good week here. And the Dodgers hitters, uh, there's probably not many available. If you could snag some Edwin Rios, maybe. Um, they have seven home games this week, three against Pittsburgh, four against the Mets. Should be another nice week for uh, the, the, probably the best team in baseball. And them are the Yankees, I guess, right?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean those two. I think I know the Astros struggled some this week, but the Astros are right there. Yeah. I think. Uh, and I guess we got we got we got to start putting the Mets close in that mix.
1: I'm not ready. Oh, to Oh, I them think the Mets have entered the
2: chat, and yeah. I think the Rays. Uh, I mean, I think they have a login and password too uh, yeah. to this chat. I mean, they took they rallied. I mean, they got shut down Thursday and Friday by the Yankees. they are kind of like, oh, the Yankees are going to pull away now, and then the Rays turned around and won uh, yesterday and today. So uh, big the, uh, big split he, for them.
1: At least down the stretch, is going to be a blood, 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 Yeah, blood and job. now that's
2: Boston's playing well. Yeah. Well, those, those mostly not, playing well. They're, they're hitting well. Inclu- bullpen yeah. not included. It's uh, you know. it's, it's frightening. It, it, you got you a
1: gotta pitcher there. They're up 6 nothing in the seventh. You don't feel good about a win. It's it's crazy. They're just, they're just a mess. They need
2: uh, – if it were me, I'd put Chris Sale back there, but I know they won't do it, but that's what I would do. But they've been talking about it. Yeah. I mean, they right. haven't talked about it. I, I actually wrote – I did the Friday Night Observations article this week and mentioned that, like you can see why they're contemplating that. They blew a 6-0 and 8-2 lead it's in that crazy. game. Lost 12-8. And that's and to Baltimore, only two, right? To Baltimore. Yeah. Um, yeah, 12-8. They gave up – 10 of those runs were to the bullpen. I think Whitlock only gave up two. Uh, and there's some, there's some doubt about Whitlock starting still because of stamina and all that. Um, they may have – I think it'll probably be easier to add bullpen pieces in the trade market than a starter that can replace Whitlock. But you can see they need two more pitchers easily.
1: Can I interest you in a shiny Lou Trevino?
2: <laughs> I'm looking to cut him in my leagues right now.
1: I'm surprised you haven't. He's horrible.
2: Yeah, he is. Yes.
1: That uh, the days of him getting saves are gone.
2: Agreed. Although did he, didn't didn't he Menace was,
1: blow it today? Though he did. He ended up getting the win. But yeah, he blew. He did blow the save. It was only a one run lead. But. Uh, Trevino just every time he comes in, he walks guys. They're just it's a it's a mess. He's he's uh, they would love him to have that job and kind of showcase him a little bit, but uh, I don't think any team's to be fooled by that anymore. I think it's uh, I think the trade market is uh, is Gonzo for Trevino, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, I mean, we don't have Hawk Harrelson trading for closers anymore, so. Uh. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I just don't see it happening. But uh, let's jump into Fab. I want to start with. Uh, I want to start on the offensive side
1: first. I thought it was the much more interesting side in in yeah. this week. There were a lot of interesting outfielders to the point that there were so many that I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to kind of put all of them a little bit lower. As long as I get one or two of them, I'm good with that. So I wasn't kind of focusing in on anybody. But um, since someone asked about Michael Harris, let's talk about Michael Harris first. He was uh, he was called up by the Braves. I uh, hit, did hit ninth. So that's a little bit of an issue. Um, how do you feel about uh, him going forward? I know that you guys, uh, you and uh, Tim Schuler, won him in a spot. Um, how do you feel about his playing time sticking around? Obviously the stolen bases are the, are the key here, but uh, what, uh, what caused you to, uh, to go for Harris?
2: Well, I mean, in and James Anderson, I trust, first of all, um, he, yeah. he's over the moon for him. Although I, I don't know about this year. I should qu- qualify that in his prospect rankings. He's number 14 overall. Uh Power and speed possibilities here. Uh, the fact that they called him up straight from Double A indicates that he's here. Unless he pulls a Kelnick, that he's here to stay. I don't think you call him up just to stop at gap, but nonetheless, it's a course field we, we talked about. It. It's a great week for him too. Yep. We'll see what happens. Like, does he sit against any lefties? Uh, is is that a possibility? If so, that could be a that could be a problem. You know, that that might be the one thing that you worry about just a little bit. Looking at the the Braves' schedule this week, left-hander wise, they get Madbum Gom, Gomber and maybe Freeland. Uh, so we'll see about that. But
1: and the one the one issue they do have, and it's kind of an interesting one, is that William Contreras is DHing and playing a little bit outfield. So there's kind of one less spot if they keep that up because they've been trying to get him and uh, yep. his, his bat in the lineup and Darnell's glove in the lineup. So it'd be interesting to see if that sticks. I don't know how long they'll stick for, but uh, that's why
2: Duval's at in, at risk here too,
1: though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, Duvall is definitely um, Duvall's kind of a bench guy right now. He's probably a platoon yeah. against lefties at the moment.
2: But you got to figure Acuna is going to get a day here or there. Um, right. And I think
1: actually more often than here, I think they're going to make sure to give him what every maybe not once a week, but maybe, you know, three every two weeks sort of thing.
2: Yeah. Two every, two, gonna, every,
1: two every three weeks. That, that's what I meant.
2: Yeah. I think they'll manage him. Well, and yeah. the fact is, it, it's his, his, their hand's been forced. He's already had a quad and a groin issue. Now, I wonder how much. How much of that is also just, uh, you know, how, how much of that is also part of like them managing him is like, oh, well, he's got a quad. We're going to give him two days or something like that. The, the yeah. mo- he's got a hangnail. We're going to give him a day. He's got a toenail, in, in, ingrown toenail. We got to give him three days. I think I like they're definitely going
1: to manage him. I agree with you. I think that uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously Harris had 27 stolen bases uh, last year in, uh, what was that, in a high A ball. So, I mean, I think that you're looking for the stolen bases. You're hoping for a decent batting average if a little pop comes along um, that'd be nice too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure.
1: What about some of these other uh, rookie bats first? Since we're going kind to of talk in rookies, uh, there was Cal Mitchell got called up by the pirates. Um, Christopher Morell got called up and was leading off for the Cubs. Um, Oscar Gonzalez, who, when I looked at him, like a lot of pop for the, uh, for the guardians, he got called up. Um, obviously that's because friend, our friend Mel Reyes is out. Um, what, what were you doing outside of Harris? Were there any of these uh, guys were your favorite? Uh, how are you kind of raking these days?
0: Um,
2: Morrell, Gonzalez, um you meant you know I think those those were the next two on my list I think although if Tyrone Taylor is available I was aggressive on him too
1: I was I was coming back to him because he's not technically a rookie I don't think but uh I was just thinking of the uh, the oh, just I do, the rookies yeah, yeah I do um, like Tyrone Taylor but um I looked at Oscar Gonzalez I mean that 31 home runs last year in the minors I just don't know how playing time's going to work there uh, right. I, I had morell first uh let off the last couple of days for the Cubs three small bases
2: him? already yeah. yep
1: three steals already he was uh, he was uh, 18 home runs 18 stolen bases in uh, the minors last year so there's a speed power combo guy for sure strikeout rates are a little bit high and that's probably going to be a concern coming into the majors but i don't know you give me a guy that's leading off with some speed and power that's uh, that's pretty workable right there
2: yeah yep agreed
1: uh, were you were you in on Cal on uh, Mitchell at all?
2: Getting called up by the uh, by the Pirates? He was in my uh, waterfall, if you will, uh, the James okay. Anderson term. After talking to James Anderson, I was like, I don't know much about him, but James kind of likes him, so let's make sure we get him. The team context is eh, but it is. You know, if they, you know, if Reynolds starts hitting and Mitchell is competent, and then they get they call up O'Neill Cruz, all of a sudden maybe that top half the lineup's not terrible anymore.
1: It's I, uh, I like I like the lack of strikeouts with with Mitchell. I don't you know yeah. there's some pop. I don't think we're getting a ton here, but he's uh, you know he's 15 home runs in 2019, 12 in 2021 in the minors. But uh, strikeout rates under 20% in uh, in 2021. About uh, I'm doing the math real quick, but about 17 and a half percent, something like that. I do like that uh, hit for average. I think it's hard to find guys like that. Uh, a little bit of speed. He had six stolen bases so far uh, in 34 games a year in Triple A. Um, I kind of like this one as a maybe not a huge ceiling, but a better floor than some of the other rookies. So I was uh, I was in on Mitchell kind of right after
2: Morel. Yeah, that's uh, maybe that you know you probably got him. I'm guessing. I did. I did. I was I was
1: surprised there was no I had no backup bid. I only bid. I was I was low. I was like 14 bucks or something for him. But uh, I do uh, I do like that. Last week I picked up Trevor Larnick in the same uh, same boat, kind of 12 bucks, no backup. Hit three home runs this week, so I'm hoping to uh, hoping to kind of roll into some uh, some some hot fire again there.
2: Yeah, um, I kind of like it there, and uh, I I didn't get him. I I mean, I got Harris in one league. So how much? uh, How much did you pay for Harris? I paid one nineteen. Actually, originally bid seventy nine, and I talked you into bidding it up because we had we we were like second in Fab remaining over seven hundred in Fab. What was the backup?
1: Did you or was it good? Fifty five. I I could
2: have won with the seventy nine, unfortunately. But um, yeah, it
1: shows the disparity here in my leagues. He went for twelve and one, and two eighty eight in the other.
2: 12, in, 12. A, in a 15 team mix 12 huh?
1: in my uh, my online main event. He, he went for 12 bucks with no backup or 14, sorry, with no backup. I was uh, I was very surprised that that, that was the case. I was surprised on Mitchell too. I thought uh, I thought there'd be a little bit of action. I thought Harris would be more popular based on the stolen bases, but um, Kyle Lewis is available there, but Morell was not, and Tyrone Taylor was not either. So I thought there'd be more action considering those two guys were yeah, not there for uh, sure. Yeah, Victor, Victor Robles actually went for more than Mitchell and Harris.
2: So the other one, I you know, Harris went for 154. Uh, we bid like 74 or something like that. And then morello is my number two. I bid 49. He went for 60, 62. And then we got Nico Suave Horner for 49 instead cause we didn't need an outfielder. We just needed a hitter. Here's a
1: nickname I like, thank you. It's 10 o'clock and I'm three hours late. I never said it was a prompt date. Um, nice. Rico, that's, that's a little Rico Suave for you there. Yeah. Um, someone in the chat asking about uh, Anthony Santander. Uh, could he have a really good week? Uh, Sure, they play seven games this week. Uh, I'm just always okay on him. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, hard contacts just kind of fine. Strikeouts kind of fine. He does walk a lot. Um, I don't know. I think he's like a 20 home run, 230, 235, thirty five, two forty kind of guy. A little hurt a little bit probably by the, the new Camden Yards, but I'm I'm fine with him. I think he should be rostered in a rostered in a fifteen streamer in a twelve something like that.
2: Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, I, I, I agree. Um, I like him. I like him.
1: Someone else, uh, oh, same guy, asked if uh, Byron Buxton could heat up. Uh, I think he definitely can heat up. I think he definitely will heat up. Uh, still hitting the ball really hard. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't worry too much. I think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, well,
1: yeah, I think he'll heat up. But Although, it, is, he, is he fully healthy is the question right now.
2: Yeah. And, you know, talk, we were talking about Acuna being managed. The Twins are taking that to that level, too. And you're talking about the Twins pulling away a little bit. They, they may have the luxury yeah. of managing him a little bit more. He's really been cold in the last month. Uh, that's put it mildly. He's uh 158,
1: 12 for 76 in May uh, before today.
2: That's suboptimal.
1: And he was one for five today. So it did not get much better, but uh, yeah, it's been really rough. Uh, strikeout rate is up a little bit, but you know, only about 2%. I still think it's gonna be fine. His is 182 right now. He's fast. That's going to move up. I, I think that, uh, if I were in a trade league, I'd certainly try to trade for him, but I don't think his, his roster guy will, will trade for him. We'll trade him away at the moment.
2: Scott, I think the chat room's trolling you. We got back-to-back questions on Victor Robles, including uh, Anthony, Anthony Gialdi, but, uh, and, you know, I I know you love him so much, but, uh, I mean, yeah. He had a six RBI
1: game, and I bet against him having six RBIs the next three weeks
2: i'd agree but he's now got he's, i think he's up to five stolen bases after we were trolling yeah. him for having one for a really long time he stole he stole two
1: today i think that if you're picking him up as a pure um stolen base play then i think that's uh, i think that's workable and i think we talked about him preseason i was like i still don't think mm-hmm. he's good but at the new price i thought he was a fine pick if you wanted to you know get yeah. steals if you want to play him as a stolen base guy you don't don't count on power don't count on batting average i think it's fine but I mean, he's still striking out twenty eight percent of the time. His hard contact is among the absolute dregs of the of the majors. You know, with the with the rabbit type guys that don't hit for any power. I just don't think he's a good hitter. His home run went down the line, went like three hundred thirty two feet. Like he just right. can't hit. He can't hit, but he's really fast. He's a good defender. Has value in real baseball. Has a little bit of value in fantasy for steals. But as long as it's that, that's the no only reason.
2: Jorge Mateo or Victor Robles. Jorge, Mateo. death is not an option.
1: I don't think I don't think Jorge Mateo is a good hitter, but uh, Jorge Mateo, he's got green light. He's running wild. He's on the Orioles. They don't care. Uh, what's he got? Uh, he's got 13 steals already. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's pretty easy call. I don't think he's a good hitter. The LBP is 244. At some point, that's going to hurt the Orioles, but I don't think they really care right now. Kind of like the old school uh, when they let Jonathan VR run wild that year. I think they just let Mateo have a green light and steal, try and steal 40 bags.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, for that matter, though, I kind of think that the, the Nats don't care either. I mean, hell, they're giving <laughs> L- LCD's Escobar rampant, you know, yeah. Ramp uh, ample playing time. That's a fair I mean. point. Uh, Robles is hitting ninth.
1: Mateo, I think, hits eighth or ninth too a bunch. So, yep. uh, yeah, I don't love either guy, but I think in fantasy, I'd rather have Mateo if I had to pick.
2: I think I would too. I think I would too. I mean, I, you have the the Robles starting point. I think that's also part of the problem there too with him. Uh, is you're kind of, yeah, you know, kind of predisposed to uh, not like him. Scott's not mad at you, Anthony. Yeah. I'm the one that was kind of tweaking him around this one. He was one day. I, I'll ask uh, about someone. Scott won't be mad at me. I, I'm the one that kind of is trying Anthony's to get is the a
1: forward. Tough, tough guy to be mad at. He's way too likable to be mad yep. about anything. So um, never, uh, never mad. Uh, you're, you're totally good. Uh, what'd you do with uh, Kyle Lewis this week, Jeff? He uh, came back from the injured reserve. He, uh, he played four games, sat today. There's a little bit of worry that he got scratched late, but uh, Scott service pretty much said, I'm just giving him a day. Um, no issues so far. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what do you think about Lewis? He's a guy that, you know, won the Rookie of the Year in 2020, that shortened season, had a really good year, 11 home runs, five stolen bases, was pretty quiet last year, Had uh, but he, he got hurt pretty early on. He only played 36 games, didn't do mm-hmm. much then, but clearly got some pop. His barrel rate's always really high. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, over 13% for his career, so a really high barrel rate, really impressive there. Um, were you in on Kyle Lewis now that, uh, I mean, it seems like he's got a got a full-time job. He's going to be playing almost every day, a little bit less, probably because they they'll, they'll kind of
2: manage him a little bit also. I was in on him, but we dialed back the bid a little bit after the scratch, just because I know he says it's just a day, but injury optimism has sunk a lot of ships um, that, little, that little seed of doubt is uh, it does matter. and frankly, I don't think Scott Service has earned being in the circle of trust either right uh, he was available in both my mains though he was what, in my, Lewis uh, was, was his, in on our bids. What was his pricing uh, end up at? 71 slash 55 and 71 slash 37 so 71 was a very popular number for him I you're was, more around uh, the 55 57 range i think
1: i was uh, i was mildly aggressive i was at 42 i was the backup bidding but i went for 79 so i wasn't really all that close at the end and i'm kind of okay with that i wasn't paying 80 for him so i was kind of good moving on with that
2: yeah uh, uh go ahead but- what about,
1: uh, what about Cole Calhoun in Texas? I know he was uh, he's finally taken most main events, uh, but he was still 54% rostered in the uh, the Rotowire Online Championship. That's the 12-team version. Uh, dude's been on fire for a couple weeks here, like changed stuff into swing. But you look at some of his metrics. He's at 50.5% 50, 50. hard hit right now, 13% barrel rate. Uh, the strikeout rate's up a little bit, but it's still 25%. You can work with that uh, in this, mm-hmm. uh, this day and age. Seven home runs uh, already this year. Uh, were you on, Are you on the Cole Calhoun resurgence at all?
2: Yeah, I was he, He's in on my bids, and in fact, I have one that hasn't run yet that I hope to get him. So yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, Jeff picked him up two weeks ago, and it has worked out quite nicely.
2: Nice, nice. Well I done.
1: I picked him in the main event a couple weeks ago, and that was uh, every once in a while you you catch a catch a heater. And I have I'm going to have to be very careful to. Um, try and not catch the uh, catch the cooler part of that run too because I know it's coming um, but he's hitting the middle of the lineup too and he's hitting behind some good hitters uh, you know Marcus Semien I mean, has not gotten going yet of course hit a grand slam against the A's this week which I found which I found great but um, <laughs> he kind of always is going to come back and own us which is well, fully his right he should do so but um, hitting in a good spot lineup in a in a decent least top half of that lineup I know it could, it's not really a long lineup but I don't know I think that's uh, I think he's a 15 team play and a 12 teamer if I need to stream him I think that'd be all right also
2: that Texas Oakland game today just set baseball back ten years. It was Did just the so bad.
1: Four errors, five errors. Five, I
2: mean, yes. five errors.
1: So bad. Um, it was, uh, it was rough. It was hard to watch. I found myself watching the uh, the Toronto Angels game kind of instead, and I put the sound on that one because it was much more interesting. And oh yeah, uh, of course, in the A's walk it off. Jed Lowry got a hit, which was kind of fun. But they're just they're Yay.
2: they're tough. building for the future. Yay. They're
1: tough to watch. They're just kind of boring, which is the problem. Like I'm okay with <laughs> I'm okay with losing if you're interesting, but they lose and they're boring. It's uh, it's not great.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, the, our Reds have the same problem. Um, Playing a little better wanted, though.
1: Playing a little better recently.
2: Yeah, as Joe Sheehan pointed out in his newsletter today, uh, since like May eighth, they were thirteen and eight, second best in the National League. Should have been fourteen and eight, but then they blew. The, then they blew. The league. Art Warren. Every time you think I, you know, he's this close to getting like saves again and being decent, he blows one. I just, I, I looked today too, and I couldn't believe his ERA is like 6.3 or something like that. He's not been very good the whole time. I think the very best decision I made all season long in fantasy baseball is practicing avoidance in the Reds bullpen.
1: It's funny because I've asked you about the Reds bullpen like 10 times. Every time you're like, just don't do it. It's going to be fluid the whole year. And I just, I stayed away too. I just haven't even messed with it because I listened to you on that, figured you knew what you were talking about. And it's been, a, it's been for once. Yeah. Once.
2: Hey,
1: I it, only, it only takes once. Yeah. But I, I didn't, I didn't draft any of them. I haven't picked them up. I just kind of haven't even messed with them. I just, I just figured it's going to be frustrating. Hunter Strickland came in and got a save this week earlier. I just, I just don't want to mess with it.
2: Yeah. Hey, Lucas is available. Oh, he's hurt again. And none of them
1: are gone. like so shut down enough that like even if they throw good innings, you're fine. Like you're mm-hmm. going to have to get saves from those guys, and I just don't think you can bank on them.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, What about outside the outfield? What would you do with uh, some of these corner infielders? Uh, Edwin Rios, G-Man Choi. Uh, G-Man Choi's back, and I think they get five righties this week. Uh, Edwin Rios is playing a lot for the Dodgers. Obviously, it's a really, really good lineup. He's someone that has always hit the ball hard and has always kind of struggled to get playing time. But, um, you know, Max Muncy went on the IL. Uh, Cody Bellinger's a little banged up. Justin Turner's struggling. Uh, Were you aggressive at all on Edwin Rios? Uh, Maybe this is the time that he's going to start to play almost every day.
2: I love Edwin Rios. In fact, if he – if he were on another organization, we'd be hearing a hell of a lot more about this guy. He, you know, as much as we love Juan Yepez and his story, Edwin Rios is a better prospect than Juan Yepez. Uh And if you were on another organization where they needed him to play every day, we'd be loving Edwin Rios right now. You look at career numbers
1: about, you know, I know he's only played 107 games, 207 played appearances, but 47.5% hard hit rate, 15.6% barrel. Uh, he does strike out a lot. That's going to be the one issue here. I think that batting average is going to be an issue. He's striking, striking out 39% of the time so far this year. He was 30% last year, 22% uh, in, in 2020. Granted, these are like kind of up and downs. He, doesn't, uh, he hasn't really gotten full full playing time. And he's uh, like, kind of, you know, it's hard to hit when you're, when you're not playing every day, you look at the minors though, and he's still, he'll still got a decent amount there. Um I like him though. I think anybody that hits the ball is hard in this lineup. Uh, I was, I was in on it. I got him in uh, one of my main events for 33 and
2: Oh, wow. Um, I'm happy to roll him out this week. Yeah, you should. Um And yeah, take advantage of this. He even, you know, he homered against the lefty this weekend, which you gotta like, you gotta love, you know, batting ninth, yeah. don't love, but still, I mean, Batting ninth in the Dodgers is like batting six on a lot of other uh, really spots. Is. I mean, the way they're rolling right now, especially, they just keep turning that roster over and over. Hey, and good news if you get on, you're second leadoff hitter. You're in front of all these good hitters. So, is the, are the top three of that lineup any good? I don't know. I don't know. Mookie is just on fire. I love that. He, he had his streak snapped. He would scored a run in
1: 15 straight games before today, which is Ooh. bonkers. I think he I think he still has more runs than games played, though, which is more than more the games the Dodgers have played, too. It's good. Uh, it's funny because we talked about him. We're like, oh, you can take him in the first round. You're not going to get huge power, but you know, runs count, runs matter. And Freeman and Turner behind him. I tell you what, he, he's got a chance to score 150 runs this year.
2: Taut Wars is running a Memorial Day draft, uh, mock draft, Memorial Day weekend mock draft. Second, all you right. know, second chances. They're not doing the second chance league this year in the NFBC. Can I
1: can I guess where he went? Did he go already or not yet?
2: Oh uh, yeah, they're in like the 15th round. So okay. right. did
1: he go fourth?
2: Sixth. And Sheehan six. was ecstatic right. to get him a six.
1: Uh, there's no, i am tried. So who, uh, Trout went five, Trout went five. All right. I, I think I'd go Mookie, but that's, I wouldn't argue hard either way on
2: that. No, one no pitchers in the first round also now. So keep in mind, it's not an FPC draft. So that that's going to switch things a little bit, but yeah, other I mean, than you, Burns, who do you feel good about in the first round right now? I still do with Cole. Okay, fair. But you can see other people don't, right?
1: I can see other people don't. I think other people are a bit, ridiculous with that i mean cole's, <laughs> cole's at 3 one and he's kind of struggled a little bit yeah and he's got 72 strikeouts in 57 innings yeah and he goes out there every fifth day for the t- the that you know let's call him the best team in the american league just to be not piss off the dodger fans but um like he hasn't been as great as we want him to be and his numbers are still awesome like i think that he's gonna run he's gonna run off a crazy run I think it's just a Yankees thing. Like Yankees fans don't like him. They think it should be have a, a one ERA and win 34 games. Um, I'd still go Cole in the first in, in the first round.
2: Yeah. I think I I think you're right about that. But, but I do get I, it. And I, I can see I, the I emotional it. response. And if you're a Yankees fan, I can definitely see it, especially given how like he, you know, how he's faltered down the stretch and then got beat by the Red Sox in the play in game last year. Um I can see I, it. I get it. And I, I
1: get more than anything. I get the desire to just go offense in the first round and not, mm-hmm. and just get a stud offensive player. Who are the, uh, do you know who the top four were?
0: Um, was
1: Acuna in the top four or no?
2: Yes, he was. Okay. He was four. I think Soto obviously, was still obviously, three.
1: Obviously Trey Turner.
2: Yeah. Um. And then I'm, I'm blanking on. I'm going to uh, say. Not, oh, not Jose Ramirez, of course.
1: Okay. I was going to say not, not Vlad for sure. So Jose Ramirez. All right.
2: Yeah. Jose Ramirez is still a stud.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah.
2: No so- regrets on any any league where I bid him for picked him first.
1: Soto's the interesting one there, because I mean yep. the dude is unbelievable, but he has sixteen RBIs and he's in a lineup that is just brutal.
2: He hit a two-run homer today.
1: I know. I was surprised he did with the guys on base. He's in two twenty-eight, though. I mean, that's gonna turn around, obviously, but uh I still think I'd go him up there, but I think I'd go bets I think I go bets ahead of him right
2: now. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Trout versus uh Trout is just Dialed in right now, but he is not gonna run at all.
1: That you just that have to Homer, that. that Homer to center off Merriweather, I think it was last mm. night. That was like an outside fastball at 97. He just destroyed in center field. Like that's just he's
2: insane. When he's on, he's just yeah. oh, it's such a joy to watch.
1: But you're right on the stone bases. I mean, I think that we're looking at a elite, elite power hitter, but not a power speed guy. And that that matters for the game that we play here.
2: And the funny thing is he's not slow. He just doesn't no. run. They're just I mean, like, do not temp- steal a base, you're gonna get hurt. Don't do it
1: hasn't attempted to steal all year. So, I mean, that's, yeah. it's, it's very real. Um, but the, everything else is certainly, certainly uh, elite trout as long as he's healthy. Yep. Uh, a couple other guys I'm going to ask you before we move on, um, Joey Wendell and John birdie kind of in the middle infield, multi-position eligibility, uh, Wendell, if you need batting average, birdie, if you need steals, uh, were you in on either of these cats?
2: Uh, Wendell, I kept and, uh, oh, kept, nice. kept on the roster and our, uh, Fifty one of our two main event leagues. We so we you know the thing is we took we actually had to take a zero one week. Uh, Did you you draft you draft and kept? Yeah. Okay. Nice. I uh, I mean I like his all around position eligibility. He does a little bit of power, gets you some speed, won't hurt you with batting average. It's just. The platoon thing kind of is a scary part with him.
1: Yeah, let off all weekend. I think some of that was was Jazz being out, but Jazz played yeah. today, and Birdie still let off. Um, I picked him up in both leagues. I like the second and third. We talked about that before. It's someone that can get you, you know, middle and corner, which is which is obviously huge. Stolen bases are any any scrappings stolen base scraps I could pick up. I'm always uh, willing to do so. I think he's uh, I think he's a nice bench guy that I can rotate in. You know, kind of based which on which player Matt.
2: are you talking about, Birdie or Wendell? Birdie. Okay, so Wendell is yeah. who I was talking about. Who oh, I'm sorry,
1: I'm sorry, you kept Wendell. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually like both guys. I think that uh, I mean Wendell's. W- Wendell's hit two eighty-two, four steals, two home runs. Also, um I like both guys. I think both are definitely usable, especially in a deeper league. Both mm-hmm. cover. Both cover middle and corner, so it kind of works for both of them. Uh, Wendell's probably a little more, a uh, little more pop and a better average, and Birdie's probably more steals. If I had to kind
2: of, kind of right. separate them out, Birdie can have a Birdie week, and yes. Wendell is just going to be a kind of a steady Eddie type of yeah. guy, and. Birdie, I remember was it was it three years ago where he just went nuts for a week. Yeah, I think it felt like it was longer than that.
1: It might have been for a month, but he had yeah. he had seventeen steals in half a year in twenty nineteen. um Threw in six uh, six home runs too. I think that's a lot of happy fun ball there. I don't think we're gonna get that power again from him, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Seventeen steals in half a year prorates pretty well to uh to being able to swipe some bags and they yep. uh, and again I think Florida let him go, let him run a little bit. So. Uh, I like both guys. I think both, uh, if they're available and you play, and play in a deeper league, I think both are, both need definitely rosterable.
2: Yeah. By the way, while we were talking, I won another share of Michael Harris in a scarf. Nice. Uh, 111 to 65.
1: Beautiful. Well done. Um, real quick, uh, let's, let's, let's get over two uh, pitchers now with Fab. But first, a note from our sponsors at Blue Wire.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line
2: this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the HVAC is humming and his facility shines
1: Thank you to our Blue Wire sponsors. There, uh, starting pitching, Jeff, I thought was way less interesting this week than offense. Um, at least in the fifteen teamers, the twelve teamers, I actually thought were interesting in pitching. You had Spencer Strider in Atlanta, you had uh, Ronzy Contreras in Pittsburgh, Jeffrey Springs in Tampa Bay, all really interesting names that were about uh, you know fifty to sixty percent uh, rostered in twelves. Uh, there was a little bit of Aaron Ashby in 12s, but he was 90% rostered um, of Strider Contreras and Springs. Which one um, do you like the most? I had uh, a couple 12 teamers where all of them were available.
2: Springs. I was I, in on Springs.
1: I started with, I started with Strider and I actually moved to Springs. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I like to hear it.
2: Springs, Strider, Ronzi. And I was on Ronzi in the, in the, in the spring, in the draft and drafts, but sure. um, commands not there for Ronzi. Now he, I, I, I see him like being a five inning guy for a while, and it, it rip- pretty, it's it's been pretty well this week. Uh, but you're right, the yeah. the strike the walks are an issue. He he got Rocky Road, and Nick Pollock did a really good breakdown on him uh, on his debut against the Rockies, the season debut against the Rockies. Uh, he just showed that the slider isn't that great, yeah. uh, and he, his command isn't that great. Um, so he's going to run into some. You know, he did fine against the Rockies and against the Padres without Tatis or Machado. Um, in Petco, so I'm just kind of like, eh, I'm, I'm, I he's on my again on my list, but not my priority. Springs went six against the Yankees, yeah, got strikeouts. I mean, that's what that's a movement of Springs. It was five and two thirds and six the
1: last two outings. And I looked at Strider, and Strider's awesome dude's a stud, and he's starting this week, which was why everybody was jumping on back over there, but. He still threw, I think he threw 46 pitches last night. He's thrown over 60 twice, but it was like five outings ago. So last, uh, yeah. last five outings, he hasn't topped 46 pitches. So I just, I don't think you're going to get more than, I picked him up in a league because I got outbid on Springs and I got Strider instead. But I don't think you're getting more than, like it's hard for me to see him going more than four innings in either
2: start. And Strider was held in a lot of leagues. You know, remember yeah, he went he for triple digits and, yeah. I guarantee he was, you, he was
1: available in almost no uh, fifteen tapers.
2: And that, that thing is, I guarantee you, there's that effect. Uh, you know, I spent this money on him. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get get rid of him now. I mean, I'm gonna he's, wait. He's
1: he's been really good too. It's just the role's been a little bit frustrating. Right. But it's still a 39 percent strikeout rate, 2.22 ERA in 24 innings. Um, I just wonder. I, I think I, I wish he had a, a, a an opener in front of him to try and get some wins because I think his wins are gonna be really tough for him at least for a while.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. And I like him a lot. Um, I just think it was really rich that you know, we got teased that he was going to start. And then he went a week without pitching after that four inning thing and yep. then through one inning, like one and two thirds, two and then back to one. It's like, OK, you guys are such teases. He's at
1: uh, he's at Arizona starting start the week. And then uh, if you want to use him, he's at Colorado the second half of the week. So that would be uh, that could be an interesting one.
2: Yeah, could very. Are well you
1: uh, are you a big Aaron Ashby guy now that he's in the rotation? For, yeah, I like uh, him. Freddie Peralta, uh, he was ninety percent rostered in twelve games. So he was not available in many leagues. I imagine he'll go for some high bids. Um, I worry about the, I worry about the walks with him. They have been pretty high so far. Thirteen and a half percent walk rate in uh, in his thirty four innings. Granted, they've kind of been all over the place, but uh, uh, it was a little bit of a little word for me. I think there are going to be some uh, some issues with the, with the walks that might get him in some, some big innings.
2: Right. That. And I think the other factor is, and I know he's on our list, we're going to talk about might as well bring him up now is Ethan Small making a start tomorrow. They're going to go six man for now, but it's small. At some point, they may want to pivot back to a five man. And, you know, that's if they do, it's Ashby versus Hauser versus uh, versus Small. And we'll see who deserves it more
1: small has been very good he's another guy that has some walk issues but yeah. he's never had an era over 2.06 in any of his minor league seasons um he is what is he 25 uh, first round draft pick in 2019 it was the 28th overall pick yeah. um he's been really good in the minors i mean 1.8 era 1.12 whip but that 30 percent walk rate rates me really interesting to see if that uh really affects him in the majors uh you know more than it will he can uh, in the minors probably walk guy and then strike a bunch of guys out and get himself out of trouble that's obviously tougher in the majors but he'll be fun to watch he's pitching tomorrow right
2: yeah, and it's a doubleheader tomorrow uh, at the Cubs. So keep in mind, it might be he pitches one game and gets sent back down. Yeah. Uh, or, but they, I think they called him up today. Though was the interesting part they didn't like call him up as part of like the twenty seventh yeah, man guy, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so to me, that indicates a, a willingness that they might go ahead and use him. Um, that's so,
1: a, that's a fun doubleheader lefties uh, going for the the Brewers tomorrow.
2: Yeah. Well, at small Ashby Lauer. Boom, boom, boom. Three yep. in a row uh
1: and then you have then you have the the downstep you get you get to face woodruff who him in his five era is probably uh, taking a break huh?
2: yeah let, what what will that down now woodruff are are you worried about woodruff at all um
1: you know if i took him in the first round i probably wouldn't be overly pleased with it but no um i think uh i am looking looking at his numbers here i you know there's not that much different than, than last year so i'm really not um Babip's a little higher. Left his strand rate's really low; it's sixty-five percent. That's going to normalize mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, less ground balls, a little bit of a concern, but you still look at strikeout right rate; a little bit down, but the same. Walk rate's a little bit up, but pretty close to the same. Uh, I'm not that worried, to be honest.
2: Yeah. Um, Again,
1: I'm, at a four-seven-four through forty-three innings, if I had him, I'm upset. But uh, I think you're going to get a pretty good. You get a pretty good run here at some point this season.
2: Velocity's down almost a mile an hour. Yeah. That that's a little bothersome. FIP is almost a run higher. You know, actual ERA is something is a little concerning there too. Uh, walks are a little up. Eh. It there's just like every- enough of a nag, but not like ret- like alarm, but alarm yeah. bells. Here.
1: Everything's a little bit, a little bit worse or lower, but uh, not enough where I'm super concerned as of yet. Hard hit rates up, hard hit rates up 10%. That's a little bit of a thing for
2: me. Um, Holy yeah, splits a- though, Gak, Batman. Did you see the home road splits with him? No, is he, where's he worse? away by far no 814 on the oh, road 159 at home 181 whip 0.71 uh this is your whip and it's split
1: funny i was looking at you i, I kind of expected to see like a, a one like nine inning start i guess you have seven the first uh first game at wrigley but then four against pittsburgh five against uh, our reds but last two starts have been good on the road against miami and st louis i don't know you look at the last three starts one one two But he only went four innings uh, in one of those starts yeah. I'm still, I'm still okay, but he hasn't, he hasn't pitched more than six innings in a start yet, which is, uh, which is kind of uh, problematic also.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is Uh request to ask about, to talk about Michael Swarmer, who's pitching the second half of the doubleheader. Uh, he's a 28 year old who's spent the last three years in AAA. Um, he might, it, he's I having an it, amazing year, but I think it's Matt Swarmer. Yeah. Did I say Michael? Yeah, I it's think Matt. so.
1: Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a lot about him. I, I saw the name come up when, when they, when they, they were going to say they're going to start him. I know he's been good so far this year in AAA, but, mm-hmm. um, I saw he was really bad last year in AAA and I kind of lost interest pretty quick.
2: Yeah. Uh, he, he might be fine. Cause it's a one-off and who knows, you know, they might not have much of a scouting report, you know, lightning bottle, et cetera, but
1: yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw 20 uh 21 AAA, and I kind of just uh, was I was not interested. Someone else asked about uh, Zach Plisak. Is he a bust this year? I think Zach Plisak was like a good bust last year and is uh, not relevant uh, this year. If
2: you drafted him, you're the bust.
1: Yeah, I, there's nothing about him that interests me. His strikeout rate's under 15%, and it's been under 19% in three of his four seasons. I think that as we move along here, 2020 looks like the, just a crazy outlier on Zach Plisak as a career Um, never been anywhere near those numbers. And that was 55 innings. Um, I'm guessing we wouldn't have seen that whole season go that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just not interested. And he seems like kind of a jerk anyway, so I'm good.
2: (laughs) All right, moving Uh, on.
1: Any of the, any of the two-step pitchers uh, this week, I thought they were really tough this week. Um, There was like Eric Fetty, uh, Patrick Corbin, uh, Glenn Otto in Texas pitched well last start. He gets two home starts against Tampa Bay and Seattle. It was mildly interesting there. Uh, Our old friend Ryan Yarbrough faces Texas and the White Sox were they two start guys this week that uh, you found yourself, uh, you know, maybe uh, bumping up a little bit because they they had the second start?
2: I talked myself into Devin Smeltzer. I, I know he's we we. I think we talked about him off air. Yeah. Um, he he's fool's gold, but he faces the Tigers this week. So in the first of his two starts, so I'll be that fool. I grabbed him in one league. I'm just going to go ahead and use him and you know move on now. Do we do we know when Joe Ryan's coming back? We don't, right? We don't. He's supposedly getting better from COVID. And yes, that is an issue too, that I might get one start. But to be honest, Scott, one starts just fine. Yeah. Because and the second then, starts at Toronto. and yeah. But I'll and take him for this one start. And, I will. I'll take
1: sunny- him. And Sonny Gray, um, you he heard his uh pect or left with a sore pectoral, so we don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, I think I think you're going to get that second uh, Devin Smelter start uh, now that uh, it's kind of the Ryan and Gray have been kind of cleared out of that. I think I think you're going to get that second start That's to Gray's Fine, he's
2: fine. He's going to be fine. I don't know yeah. if
1: you want it or not, but uh, yeah. Interesting caught up by Paul Spohr in the chat. He said 2020 isn't a season really doesn't matter that much in the grand scheme. I think I fully agree with that. It's amazing how many of you we're seeing that uh when you tell when you only play two months, the outliers are all over the place. When you see well, yeah, but I
2: agree it's that. two months and yep. then the you know AL Central, NL Central only schedule yep. and no fans and yep. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I agreed.
1: You love, and, you, and you, please acts like a perfect example of that. You look at like you have three years that are very similar, and you have that one two month stretch that looks so different, but it's you know sticks out as a full year when you look at look at stats and just the way it is, and you just like have to remember that that was fifty five innings where he just got hot at the right time. Two
2: thousand twenty is to pitchers as two thousand nineteen and happy fun ball is to hitters.
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's very true. There uh, any relief pitchers? We talked about the Reds. We have no interest. Were you in any of the Tampa Bay guys? I'm um, JP Fireyson is still not giving up a run yet this year. Colin Pache got a couple of saves this week. Um, any relievers? It feels like the last two or three weeks we've talked about, there have not been, a, you know, we talk about early in drafting, like it all be a revolving door all this time, but uh, there's not been much revolving through the door over the last three weeks here. So
2: no, um, it's been hard to find them. Uh, 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 Cole Sulser, uh, Miami. Yep. That's the one guy that I put some bids on. I don't think I got him anywhere, but he was a guy, at least I was thinking about it. And, Main event, too, the online one, Uh, he was definitely like he was someone I was looking at. He was actually our first choice, but we didn't get him. We got outbid on him. Uh, That's where we're hurting for saves. Thank God for Clay Holmes. Not thank God God without a time machine, though, so I couldn't have them active before this past week. Uh, Still, he had, what, two or three saves this week. He, he's, he's a golden God so far. We like he, him.
1: Yeah. Uh, he is really good. That's awesome. You guys have him in the main event. Um,
2: yeah. Solcer's
1: uh, probably the guy there. I think it's another situation. We don't know, but at least he has a 28% strikeout rate. He's been pretty good so far. Uh, Dylan Floro, uh, 1.2 Ks per nine so far in his seven, but third and a third. That's not great.
2: No, no. Uh, it's not great at all, Bob. Uh, yeah. Solstice, we had a bit on Pache. I think I'm league I cut fire rising. Um, just because I needed room to pick up another hitter because friends and family, I've, I've got the same, you know, just injury a, rash of injuries.
1: Did have a win to save this week. And still has not given up a run came on his, came on his walks about 27%. But again, it's the raise. Like it just, he's going to pitch the six next time out. It's just, it's, it's frustrating.
2: Mm-hmm. I like the Super,
1: Bowl, the Super Bowl sweatshirt there, by the way. That's nice.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you.
1: I just I just noticed that. We've only been talking for 52 minutes, and I just noticed that. Yeah. A um, couple other questions in the chat. Someone asked about Devin Williams. I love Devin Williams. He's a real baseball player. I love Devin Williams when Josh Hader's not around, but Devin Williams walks a little. Walks a few too many guys and does not get saves with Josh Hader there. Um, I think he's a deeper league guy if you need some ratios and strikeouts, but uh, kind of streamable as you need by week.
2: Yeah. By the way, in a 12, Emilio Pagan was available. Did get him.
1: Uh, right. So here, my, my issue, and it's it's a good issue to have, is I have uh, my ninth spot every week in the main event is either Pagan, Tanner Rainey, or Paul Seawald. And I'm really struggling figuring out who the heck to start every week.
2: I mean, is it do you need saves or do you need the best pitcher?
1: Uh, well, I always need saves, but I like some good pitching also. But yeah, it was funny because I do it. And then Pagan, I used Pagan this week. He had a win and a save. But uh, Rainey had two saves. Finally, the Nationals finally yep. won a couple games. Seawell had a save on Monday, so I was already upset about that there. But I, I like all of them. I just find myself uh, like some weeks I'll use two of the three, some weeks I'll use one. Uh, but it's tough to uh, it's tough to uh, it's tough to time those guys. It's just you know I probably Pagán because he's on the Twins. They get more wins, but they don't use him for every save. Um, you know, guys that you want to roster and you can't drop, but uh, it's tough to time them.
2: Yeah. Well, apparently in a twelve, someone thought they could drop, and they dropped. Both he and Juan Duran, uh, which was interesting. Oh,
1: the funny thing uh, about that is I dropped Tanner Rainey in a 12 last week, but it was to pick up Clay Holmes.
2: Yeah, so you, you're fine. Right, uh, and then
1: Rainey had two saves We can He's pitched pretty well. I mean, he's been pretty darn good, but I mean, at some point in a 12, he might have to make tough cuts, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, Seattle was much like the Rays and, and the Twins, and hey, Rocco Baldelli is, fruit, is uh, uh, apple off the Tampa Bay tree. We shouldn't be surprised that they managed it that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a, uh, that's, that's very, very true there. Um, Yeah. I mean, I like, I like Seawald as a pitcher. I mean, his K to K to walk is really, really good, but you know, Seattle's another team where, you know, he's the best pitcher, but you know, Ken Giles is coming back now. He pitched a, a rehab inning tonight and he, he apparently looked pretty good. Had a couple strikeouts in the scoreless inning. So maybe he's going to come back just to muck that a bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. Andres Munoz has kind of been bad lately. So he's kind of out of that mix. Second rider has been bad, but I think they sent second
2: rider down. Oh, did you go down today? Beautiful. I think earlier in the week. Okay. Um, I know he struggled uh, at some point earlier this week, it's and not like I was, a one-seven uh, whip. Yeah. You know, nobody, nobody. He earned it. he earned that demotion. Yeah.
1: So that's uh, I I like see a lot. I wish they would use him as a typical closer, but I just I know they don't there. Um. Before we get out of here, let's jump to some quick news and notes. There were a lot of injuries over the weekend. Um, I think the biggest one is, uh, is Tim Anderson. We talked about it a little bit at the top. Um, he uh, kind of went to his left to field the ground ball, threw the ball first, and kind of just fell down like he got shot. And as he went down, it kind of grabbed his right groin, so I thought that's what it was. and actually did turn out to be a right groin strain. Um, we thought maybe it was a knee at first the way he fell, but it's a right groin strain. Uh, Tony Lewis said he's definitely going in the IL. We don't have any timetables, but uh, that's a, that's a bad one right there, both for MLB and for Fantasy Leagues.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, the immediate for sure going on the IL thing is not ideal, and the White Sox, man, what do they do? They're having all sorts of bad luck this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, and Eloy Jimenez tweaked his uh, hamstring in a rehab game, so you know, that that clock got set back a few days, and you know, who knows if it's actually been a few days or more than that. You just hate to see that. At least not a speed guy, but still, uh, Luis Robert uh, Robert, as I think he wants to be called, is expected to return Tuesday from the COVID IL, so that'd help a little bit, but. I tell you what, between uh, this and you know they've had pitcher injuries, it's just it's been a rough, uh, it's been rough uh, luck, injury luck for sure yeah. for the White
2: Sox. Eloy with the setback. I mean, at least Lance Lynn had a good rehab outing today, yeah. so there's something positive to say. But I was man. I
1: was kind of impressed they cut Dallas Keuchel.
2: Yeah, um, I mean he,
1: he certainly earned that uh, that DFA, but teams usually uh, owing someone that much money don't tend to to pull the string,
2: especially the White Sox. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, I I missed seeing that. Um, uh, so glad you pointed that out. I guess it was yesterday, so that's why I probably missed it. Um, but yeah, yeah. He, he, I mean, he's been awful. I mean, the latest was the shelling by the Red Sox. Now, granted, everybody's getting shelled by the Red Sox right now, but still. Someone in the chat asked, "Would you drop Ranger
1: Suarez for Aaron Ashby?" I absolutely would.
2: That was strong. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, Ranger
1: Suarez has been legit bad.
2: Yeah, I, I you know I don't have a lot of exposure to him so.
1: I haven't been I a, a main event, so I've uh, I've felt the badness. I think is probably my issue. But uh, ninety walks, ninety percent strikeout rate, ERA is four seven. The WHIP, and we don't talk about WHIP enough. WHIP is one five three. Swinging strike rate's down from eleven point two percent to eight percent. I think this is a guy that is a fully different pitcher than he was last year. I know a lot of those stats last year were as a reliever, and he was gassing out a little bit, but he was really good as a starter too. And um, every time I watch him, it's just he's he's right on the edge of getting blown up, and I just. I, uh, I really don't see it right now. I held him in the main. I tried to cut him in a 12, and I think I cut someone else. I didn't get all the way down my conditionals. But um, I think he's had, what, one really good start all year. He had that start against uh, Seattle. He's through six, six scoreless. Pitched pretty, mm-hmm. well, pretty well after that against the Dodgers. But um, almost all of his starts have been ones that uh, i just rather have on my bench.
2: You know, we should – I'm kind of kicking myself for not noticing this until exactly right this second. Once in his career, he's had a swinging strike rate over 10%. And it was only 11 and a half last year. It's not like he was blowing people away. Like he's 13, 14, 15. He wasn't Musgrovian. Um, in a, a, way lot of those, a
1: lot of those were out of the pen too. Uh, when he, earlier, when he, before he became a starter halfway through the right.
2: year. Right, exactly. And if he's, as a reliever, he's not even getting, you know, that, that high K percentage, that high swinging strike rate. Yep. I mean, and then as, as mentioned by Nick in the chat, this is a good point. The worst defense in baseball, except for the, maybe the Giants uh, right now, the Giants are just hideous right now but uh but just on paper the worst defense in baseball and we saw it again tonight in the first inning just an awful awful defense if it's not Hoskins it's Castellanos if it's not Castellanos it's Schwarber if it's not Schwarber it's Bohm. uh Didi's hurt right now so they have to play Stott Stott had a bad air on Friday um by the way, by the way Stott can't get a hit so there's there's that also it's
1: uh he's been really bad I don't think he had a hit all week
2: they're, they're really bad with their prospects too. What's the up with a,
1: that? He's at 114. Like we talk, we joke about it and he's getting hit 214. 114 is brutal. No hard contact, 32% strikeout rate. Anybody using him, um, drop him. He is not worth rostering right now.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh,
1: we had uh, we had Royce Lewis in Minnesota get called up and oh. then run, in, run into the wall. I was so so I have him in the main event and I was so excited. I held him. I was like, you know what? I think this is a difference maker. I want him when he gets called back up. He's kind of playing third, playing outfield so they can move him around. Um, and he runs in the wall and whatever the second inning or whatever it was, uh, looked like he ran to it, to the left side of his body, but his right knee, which he had the uh, previous ACL surgery on apparently was what was sore. Uh, Rocco Baldelli after the game said, you know, because of our schedule this week, we need healthy guys. He's probably gonna go in the IL, but it didn't sound severe. Um, I held him in the main for one more week. Do you think that was a mistake?
2: No, not at all. I think that was, I think it was transparently the obvious move. Um, oh, okay. so I, I,
1: I thought about it. I thought about well, it for a while. Obviously, the, the upside in in a main event or any league is the stolen bases, of course.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think they want him to play, though. I think they want him to be in the lineup when he's healthy, um, as shown by the fact they called him up, even with Correa healthy, and they were kind of ready to go and move him around. Um, obviously, if it's a month injury, I'll drop him and maybe we, we'll get some more, uh, some more info on it tomorrow, the next day. Um, but I think if it's a 10 day thing, I think I'm going to hold and you know, I want him for the second half. We have to remember how darn long a season. This is we're only yeah. in, we're still only in May. I know it's almost June, but we still have like two thirds of the season, more than two thirds of the season left. It is such a long season.
2: It is. It is. Um, two other things that the, you know, NFBC does create that roster tension though, carrying, yep. you know, when Eloy got hurt and then we lost uh, a couple other hitters at the same time. Joey Wendell, as I alluded to earlier, uh, you know, it, hurt, you know, you just don't have enough spots to slot guys in if you get the, and then Bryce Harper missed four days when he was only supposed to miss one, you know, and, or two, you know, and that sort of thing adds up after a while. Uh, but the other thing too is as much as we like that the twins are trying to get Royce Lewis up there, this is, this is a danger when you play a guy out a position ran into a wall, Pretty you know, darn. If he's good, a good, natural
1: center fielder, pretty darn good play though. But yes, he does. Yeah. He probably does know how to run into the wall and how to brace himself.
2: Yeah, uh, he can get tips he from Bucks. I can't I was even like, say yeah, that. Oh, that's so hope, bad. Come on. I hope he
1: doesn't take tips from Bucks tonight. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that though. I I like the I like the no IL spots. I know some people hate it. Some people I, I like the roster crunch. I think it helps. Um, you know, make there's of guys available in the waiver wire. You can agree. You can you know stashing guys has a price to it, and it's not you can just stash them all. I had to drop Brian Bell in one of my online championships because I have I have Josh Donaldson, his quote unquote shoulder injury, which I don't believe, but I have uh, I have him, I have Stanton, and I have Tim Anderson. I was like, I had to drop somebody to, head, get to be able to have a full lineup and a guy on the bench. Um, I like that. It makes you make tough calls. Sometimes if you have really bad luck, it does hurt. And I get that, but um, I prefer that as a rule to, to a league with aisle spots myself.
2: Yeah. Um, I've become a I think it might be a little different in an only, maybe not though. Also, because I like, tell wars, you know, it's usually just a wasteland and, and, and an ale only Tower wars that is, but, and I got aced out on the three viable guys. There were actually viable guys today. I mean, which is, is actually – but, I, of course, I got beat on all three of them, so it wasn't that great. But uh, uh, my point is, though, I thought that you know, in an only league, it's just that there's just no replacement value. That's the thing that's tough. Uh, we don't the- know the – by the oh. way, Brad Johnson asks uh, any reason why on I, Kyle Lewis. I do have an answer.
1: Okay, fire away. Um, yeah, Scott Service said he just wasn't in the lab today and wanted to give him a day off. He said, quote, we're playing the long game here, Service said. We really want to have him available for the rest of the season. Um, it certainly sounds like they it is not an injury and they just wanted to give him a day off. Obviously, they are managing him, but uh, I was uh, I was back in on him after I read that quote. You mentioned earlier, um, who knows, with Scott Service in the circle of trust? And it does put a little bit of doubt in your mind, but I felt a little bit better than the, mm-hmm. the undisclosed injury that we had earlier. Yeah, I I do too because I, I, I was worried maybe that was COVID or he was sick or something like that or he had a
2: setback with his knee even right. worse.
1: Yes, agreed there. So I uh, I felt a little bit better uh, like that. So um, okay. yes, now everybody's making Jock Peterson jokes about IL spots, which I kind of left myself open to with that. Um, tell you what, Jeff, your Reds they are uh, they they have some moments.
2: Yeah, that was the whole funny thing too. Was it, ama- For- it? was the most amazing story ever. I loved it. I loved well, every, I loved every bit of it. I loved everything there. I mean the like. Fantasy Twitter making up reasons yep. for the you know for the fantasy football dispute. Yep. Baseball beat writer trivia being aghast that fantasy yep. football was the source of an argument. Tommy Fam just doing Tommy Fam things. Um, he, he, he plays hard. He's a good player. He's such an ass. His interview was
1: so. He was such an ass in his interview. I was, was cracking me up.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about a gigantic chip on your shoulder. That's Tommy Pham. And always uh, has been. When he
1: left the Cardinals, I mean, when he, was, when he got sent down by the Cardinals, he was mad and talked about how he was the best player out there and all this stuff. But
2: he's kind of how he And he, he did get screwed a little bit here and he did. there, but he did. I think my favorite if you're part is difficult was- to deal with. This sort of thing happens a little bit too.
1: My favorite part was that it, the, it was such a, a high level money league that this IL spot mattered, but not high enough that he was fine just leaving the league four weeks into the season.
2: Oh, I didn't hear about that part. That's oh, yeah, he quit. He
1: quit the league four weeks in. Oh. so such a such a high money league that the IL spot. And it was Jeff Wilson of all people. Like Jeff Wilson never. It was a quit. year and a half
2: ago, too, right? No, it was last. It was last. It was last, oh, it was last year. Okay, yeah, So I think Wilson
1: had one good game after Mostert got hurt. Yeah. Like never was good again. Like Jeff Wilson was irrelevant. Once Eli Mitchell took over, Man, we're down another tangent here, but like the Jeff Wilson being the center of an argument that hits the, where he caused you to hit somebody is just absolutely amazing.
2: Yeah. I mean, did you you and I play in a league with some former MLB players? Were you trying to figure out which one of those, which two of those guys would have been our version of Fam versus Peterson? I'm not going to give you the answer on the air, but I definitely know the answer
0: to that question. I definitely do
2: too. Um, (laughs) Oh, I, I have one, the fam side, at least I do. The fam uh, not, side for sure. Yeah. Actually, I have a pretty good guess on the other side too. But I yeah. do also. I'm not going to. I say. love how Peterson went into all detail too. Did you watch the clip? Yeah, he probably did. He, it was amazing. He like, ha, he pulled up. How do you get mad about a GIF like that? And I was joking. I have
1: friends on group chat. I was talking you know, with Rob Silver and Matt Modican, and Vlad. And I was like, I say stuff like that way meaner to you guys every day than a, a GIF about your team being bad. And he, I couldn't be how mad he got about that. It's insane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it was
1: it was such a great story it, was, it just kept getting better too it's like i know it was just it just kept building it was awesome uh, aside from fam getting suspended for three games which i had him in lineup which is not great but other than that it was it was good um speaking you mentioned earlier manny machado was not in the lineup you mentioned no Tatisa machado today uh, machado missed out on sunday with quote tennis elbow apparently uh he's been yeah. watching the french open or something like that but um sounds not serious but obviously nothing you want from a guy who was maybe maybe the maybe the mvp of the national league before uh before bets got hot, but um, Kyle Tucker sat Sunday and had an MRI on his foot. And it was a weird, uh, kind of a weird quote. It was like, oh, he's missing the game. He's fine. And all of a sudden he was having an MRI on his foot, but didn't sound serious, was the quote from the beat writer. Um, I'd rather, I'd rather get the MRI results before I, uh, before I felt good about that, but it sounds like they don't think it's serious.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's you don't games. order, you don't, yeah, you don't order an MRI unless you're worried a little bit, right? Here's where we remind people again, that there are six day games tomorrow. Yep. That that is Houston, Houston Oakland game is a day game tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon. Uh no, I'm just saying because your alternatives are probably playing. Oh, that's true um, too. I was, you know, I, I yes, it is. Uh, one is one o'clock West Coast time, one o seven. They got a nice, uh, nice
1: uh, holiday day game. That's probably gonna be what 35, forty thousand there. No, I'm sure I'll pack
2: them in. Come on, Framber Valdez, and Paul Blackburn. I mean, as far as Bla- Blackburn's good. He five was available and- in one of my leagues, Scott. No, someone wow. caught him. Yes, and one like, I, I was, I was dumbfounded, I mean, flabbergasted.
1: Granted, I thought he was terrible to start of the year, so I'm not going to be like, oh, well, Blackburn's great, but five and zero, one point seven ERA, like what has he done in a would main make, event? What would in a main event, big? dude? How deep is that guy's pitching staff? Well, I hope it's the greatest. I hope it's the greatest pitching staff of all time.
2: Went three 0 two. Uh, so someone. We we put in a bid on it, but that that team is actually we have lots of starting pitching. I had to talk to you down to dial down our starting pitching bids a little bit because it was just like you know, we had four starting pitchers on our bench this past week.
1: You want to you want to spend your money on what you're going to need at some point, but yeah, I mean Blackburn's been awesome. I mean, there's no way around it. He's still not he's striking out more guys, but still not a ton of guys, but getting it done. I don't. You know the, the home run um, lack of home runs he's given up is fairly absurd right now. Him and Martin Perez. I think Blackburn's yep. given up one and Perez given up zero. Um, yep. It's coming at some point. I would not have gone three or two on him. Put it that way, but I certainly would not have dropped it.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the part that I, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, someone in the some of the chat mentioned that uh, K. Brian Hayes won of my DFS. Uh, uh gpp was only homer of the year yeah that was after uh, off taylor rogers so i did not enjoy the homer as much as you do but congrats on the congrats on the gpp win. that's <laughs> well, that's way more important than three runs off my pitcher for sure uh vlad guerrero missed sunday with a sore wrist did pinch hit teoscar hernandez had a bit of a, a hip issue but he also pinched it also i think we're pretty good on both of those guys danny jansen missed today with a bit of a sore hip also he's been really good too so hopefully he's fine uh we mentioned the white Sox guys uh steven Spross, strasburg jeff Uh, five scoreless and six strikeouts in his Sunday rehab start. Was he available in any of your 12 teamers? And were you, uh, were you going there uh, this week?
2: He was available in yogurt and I went there. How much, how
1: much did you go there for?
2: Uh, 37. All right. Got him unopposed, which shows me that I, he was my second choice behind Jeffrey Springs. Um, If it makes you feel better. Yogurt's a 15 teamer. I would have gone more than 37. Yeah um I mean, he yogurt pitch- you get some crazy sprinkles so you never pitching- know oh boy he might be pitching in two weeks he he looked and it was because of his good rehab outing is why I did it and again why not you know why not uh, look go for upside on a situation like that
1: good uh good paul blackburn po- post in the chat he faces a uh, two-step this week houston and boston
2: <laughs> yeah um yeah that's suboptimal you have right to throw
1: sport. you have to throw him if you have him right
2: yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, he's
1: going to get blasted this week.
2: He might. He Blast might. Uh, there is another guy that... Um,
1: oh, that means that means Frankie Montas has the same two-step. Ugh.
2: Yeah, I think it, there was another pitcher that was available on waivers that I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested in his upside. Oh, yeah, it was Caprillion. Um, and he gets Boston and then Atlanta. I'm like, Ugh. no, I mean, Atlanta may not be that bad. But do you really want to face and have any of your pitchers face Boston right now? I know I don't. I
1: uh, I like the story. I like Caprillion, but I don't really love him as a fancy pitcher.
2: Yeah. Oh, the other one uh, that I was I backed off on uh, was available in waivers. I was already kind of lukewarm anyhow. But Chase Silseth was available, not two starts or anything, but his next two outings at Philly and home against Boston.
1: I uh, I dropped him in the main event this week, mostly for that reason. He wasn't. He not been great. Hasn't been going deep. But those two starts, I wanted to part of. And if I can't throw a guy for three weeks. And he's a fringe guy there's just I, there's yep. no way to do it
2: yep so uh, he was not in my waterfall he he, he was dry there
1: paul spore in the chat mentioned he has paul blackburn in the main event i think the one that he's in with me and he's not throwing him so there you go i guess you don't have to throw him i uh i think he's gonna i guess he get smoked so i think you're making the right call yep I don't know if I could do it myself, but I think you're making the right call. Um, Mike Clevenger, expected to start next weekend. Uh, probably not going to throw him anyway. Probably won't go deep enough, but he is on the verge of coming back. Uh, Josh Donaldson, improving after his cortisone injection in his shoulder, which I'm not even sure is a real injury, but uh sounds like he's coming along. Um, Yoan Mancata missed the weekend with some quad soreness. Um, he just can't seem to stay healthy. He's one of those guys. And another guy in the White Sox. It's crazy how many injuries the White Sox have had. Yeah.
2: Back to Donaldson. I might – I, I think there's a possibility. It's a non-zero possibility that he's going to miss a big chunk of games
1: because of the injury or because of, he's going to go away and not be seen for a while. Yes. Okay.
2: Fair uh, answer. No, that's a fair answer. Yeah, yeah. I think a little column a, a little column B uh, you know, he's already known for being injury prone and taking forever to come back from injuries. Right. And I don't think this goes away anytime soon.
1: Interesting. Do you think that's a him thing, a Yankees thing kind of all, all of the above?
2: it's just a feeling um yeah. it's all of the above uh, so we're I don't crazy. want to put I'm trying I'm I'm making great pains not to compare him to Trevor Bauer who is I, I okay I'm not going to compare. Him. Just, Would you compare him more to like Phil Mickelson? Yeah. He's just going away for a while. I think
1: that's a better comparison because I think Bauer Bauer's actions are way different than anything else. and in the stuff, so yeah. I don't want to compare. I don't want to, to diminish
2: you. either of the actions. It Let's feels, just put it that way.
1: For sure, but it feels more like Mickelson like you said something really um, inappropriate and stupid and maybe need to go away for a while for everybody involved. So, so I think that's more of a, a better comp maybe.
2: Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. And it's somewhat nebulous in, in whose choice that is too.
1: Right. Uh, so fantasy wise, we are a fantasy show. Are you holding Josh Donaldson in a 12 team or a 15 team or at the moment?
2: We are currently holding him in one of our two mains. Um, I, don't, I don't know you cut him in sucks a 15. To do that
1: In a 12, I thought about it today. I cut Brandon Belt instead. And I wonder if I'm going to end up regretting that.
2: You pick them back up. True.
1: But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I tend to agree with you. I don't. The Donaldson thing is weird. The injury is very conveniently timed, and I'm not really buying most of it.
2: Yeah. And it's not like, oh, Josh Johnson, we can't live without him. I mean, that's in part 15, of the problem. In a 15
1: team, that's a pretty good piece, though. But you also have Tati. Is that the same? No, I'm Tati talking soon? about the Yankees now feeling oh, that the Yankees. Way. Oh, the Yankees, can, the Yankees can probably do well without him.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's this vital integral part of their clubhouse either.
1: Uh, I'm sure he's definitely not neither of those in the clubhouse on the field. Yeah. He's probably pretty important, but uh, I can't imagine anybody in the clubhouse is overly sad about seeing him not on the field. Every
2: day. Yeah. Also good teams have depth and yep. this is another indicator of another reflection of that.
1: Are you going with Matt Carpenter with that depth?
2: Mm,
1: <laughs> with Sorry. mustache. Yes, maybe I set you up there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you just, they need something to call it Miguel Andujar, who um, you know has hit in the past. At least maybe, uh, maybe we'll yeah. see something again. Yeah. I want to ask you about uh, one guy before we get out of here. Um, Jose Barrios was really bad again today for the Oof. Blue Jays. Uh, the the Angels lit him up pretty well. Uh, where are you on him right now? His ERA now is 5.62 on the season. We're deep enough in the season where um, that hurts right there. That's a third of the season. That's a number that uh, he's got to be really, really good the rest of the way to get it to a even a moderately workable uh, number for the whole season. Um well, uh, the strikeout rate is down 10%, Jeff. Yeah. He was 26% the last year, 16.8% uh, now. And that's probably went down a little bit. He only threw two and thirds. He had one strikeout, but probably went down to 16.5. Uh, the walks are about the same. Swinging strike rate is down to 8%. This is a guy who's just not missing bats right now. And that's the biggest concern, I think, with Barrios.
2: It's like he has a couple of good starts and then he gives it all back. And then he has a couple more good starts, and then he gives it back.
1: Hasn't, hasn't that always kind of been the way? And it's why he always ends up with just kind of an okay ERA, because he always has those couple of blowups in there.
2: Yeah. I mean, the only thing is – the only reason why I would caution maybe reacting too much to this particular start is – Patrick Sandoval was bad today too. And yeah. Patrick Sandoval has been awesome this year.
1: There was something going on in the water today in Anaheim. It was, the, everything was flying out. Everything was weird, but.
2: Yeah. Um, and two good lineups, by the way, too.
1: Yeah. Very good lineups. Yeah. Otani yeah. is so freaking fun to watch, by the way. Yes, that he dude is. Just, every time he hits a hard fly ball, you're like, oh, that's gone. It's just, the power is just absurd. Yep um i'm pretty worried about Barrios, though i wouldn't uh you probably can't cut him yet but i mean dropping a strikeout rate 10 percent. i know we're still early in the year but that's we're far enough in the year where you know that matters a little bit and mm-hmm. that's a concern to me i think that's a it's a pretty big problem if he's going to strike out that few guys he just makes it so there's a lot of balls in play and um you know his hard contacts way up it's at 47 percent uh, barrel rates at 13 percent. it was nine percent last year it's not like he was missing barrels last year move that up a little bit. You cut the strikeout and tough. It's really hard to get through a game without giving up some runs.
2: It is. It really is. Yeah.
1: I'm uh, i I'm kind of, he's kind of my watch list in a 12 team or 15 team, or I think you kind of have to maybe bench him, but you kind of have to stomach it for a while. But that's um, uh, it's one that uh, I'd be very, very concerned about if I, uh, if I had him in, a, in any kind of a, any kind of a league I cared about, put it that way
2: i'm just glad someone else has to be stewing about this one i don't have him yeah. anywhere
1: i actually don't either it's someone that i loved a few years ago and i've kind of backed off of it just always kind of ended up the same and i kind of just got tired of it and realized that he just kind of who is who he was yeah anybody else you want to talk about anything else you want to discuss before we jump out of here
2: no i think we've talked enough we people have- are probably sick of us probably. go enjoy your weekend
1: Appreciate all the uh, comments in the chat. We were a little bit earlier today, so I think we got a little more uh, liveliness and activity in there. Always appreciate that. Appreciate everybody who's listening on the audio version also. We always appreciate any kind of uh, listening or viewing or commenting, anything else like that. If you can please rate and review the podcast, that would help us out a lot. Also, um, for Jeff, I am Scott Jensted. If you want to follow Jeff on Twitter, he's at Jeff underscore Erickson. I am at Scott Jensted. Other than that, Jeff, will be at you next
2: Sunday, correct? Uh, Yes. Yes, you will. Next Sunday, yes, and then the following Sunday off uh is that uh emerald isle for me
1: oh i was trying to figure out i'm like that's not the all-star break yet i was trying to figure it out okay no uh that's good i will have to find a a funny and uh, fashionable guest then
2: should be easier to find top me in both of those categories
1: i, I already commented how much i like your sweatshirt so apparently yeah, no.
2: thank you appreciate yeah. you i do right, appreciate well, th-
1: you thanks everybody for listening we really appreciate it. have a have a good rest of your uh, long weekend and take care